Good morning. Good morning. Man, you slept for a long time. Do you have any nice dreams? No, I think you should wake up. You Let's just get up and go right let's now. Let's have some breakfast. Let's go. Let's go. Why, hello there. I am Tori Phantom here with my husband, Jimothy. That's me, Jimothy. It is still you after all of this time. Believe it or not. Yes, and you are listening to the Phantom Family Podcast once again, my friends. Once again, thank you for sticking with us. We've had a lot of requests for us to do a new episode. Yeah, a lot for a lot of weeks. Sorry about that, Sorry, very sorry. You know, it's been very busy. We've been dealing with sickness. We've been dealing with tiredness, work schedules, pretty much Laziness, honestly. Honestly, also. Listen, we don't talk about lazy. <laughs> no, we don't talk about Bruno. We do talk about being lazy. Do are we still not talking about Bruno? Are we, we not over that? About Bruno. I mean, I think I, think I we're mean, over I I thought we were over it, but then it was the Oscars. They did a horrible rendition of "We Don't Talk About Bruno," and um, now we're here. So let's recap the Oscars. No, we're there not going to do that because you... the only thing to talk about from that was how bad the "We Don't Talk About no. Bruno" was. I was going to talk about Lady Gaga being a very oh, very with kind Liza soul. Minnelli, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. I've got you, but. Do you remember, you told me the other day that you got a tweet on our uh, Phantom Family Pod I've got Twitter. A, I've gotten a couple. Well, I got one last month in March of 2022, as we were are recording this April 8th, 2022. Um, last year, somewhere around Halloween or so, we, we were talking about something, and I, I remember telling you, like, oh, be a little more timely. You know, it's not like somebody's going to be out there listening in t- April of 2022. And then I said, but if you are listening in April of 2022, shoot me a tweet. Let me know. Phantom Family Pod. And then I got I got some tweets last month in March saying, it's not April, but it's March and I'm listening. And I got one a couple of days ago as well. Someone saying, it is April 2022, and I am definitely listening right now. So that was awesome. Yes, yes. That was an October episode uh, because yeah. I am... I am very much like, this is the time I'm doing this. And Jim's like, you don't need to do that. But I'm going to continue doing that. So if you are listening to this in September 2022, tell us that. September, specifically (laughs) September 17th. If you're listening on September 17th, 2022, (laughs) call my cell phone number 27. No, we're not going to give out your phone number, actually. That's not. Just tweet at us. Yeah, just tweet. You can just tweet us. That's probably the better idea. Phantom Family Pod or Phantom Family. I don't even know what our Twitter is, if I'm being honest, but you can find me on Twitter at Tori Phantom. So. Sometimes I tweet like once every three I am months. They're pretty at good. At Jimothy Strange on Twitter, I wow. do some fun stuff on there. On, do you? Yeah, I, I post. That's I open that app like once every three months because it stresses me out. I post my. That's where my paranormal stuff goes. It's really the only thing I do anything with is I do my paranormal uh, posting and all that on the on the Twitter on at Jimothy Strange. Follow me there. Have some fun. I'm not gonna follow you. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I'm not mad. I think I do follow you. That's so what's, not really the so what's, point. what's been new with you? Uh, let's what's recap your world? last two months. Give me two highlights. Two highlights. What is time? Okay, I'll start first. <laughs> I got I got a promotion at work, and um, congratulations! It's made it's made life harder there and work harder there. But the paycheck was um, a little bit better, so congratulations. That's that's a little bit of lubricant to the you. wound. Um, to the wound and other than that we uh okay really that's just the one highlight that's all i got everything else has been exactly the same as where we left off (laughs) 
Um, oh, we got we got new tattoos. We got we got some new oh, tattoos. Yeah, I got, if you're on I YouTube, you can see them. Yeah, on so. YouTube, what does YouTube have to do with our tattoos? Uh, because there's a video, and you can't see the video if you're listening to a podcast. Is there a YouTube video of our tattoos? They're on our bodies right now as we held up our arms. We're on camera. Oh, I okay. Hang on. <laughs> I got confused <laughs> because I've made TikToks about the tattoos. So... <laughs> Listen, I had already made content about all of the tattoos. So when you're talking about YouTube, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like they're on TikTok. And then I remembered that we put this podcast on YouTube. Friends, it's been a long week. It's been a long year and it's only April. Um, Uh, Oh my goodness. That's that's where we are right now, exactly the same as, as you left us. Yeah, uh, this last this leaving. last week has been uh, it's been a week. The stomach bug went through our house, and I thought I thought I I would get out of getting it, as it were, because nope. Saturday Squirrely Girl got sick. She was sick for two days. Uh, Monday, uh, Beanie Baby got sick. She was sick for two days. Wednesday evening, pumpkin pie got it, and I'm sitting here. I was the one cleaning it all up. I will not give details. That's a sensitive thing for a lot of people, but you know what a stomach bug is. I cleaned it all up, and I was like, Wednesday night at the third kid, I was like, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Uh, Thursday morning, I woke up, and I was not fine. (laughs) But for me, it was only one day, so, you know. And for me, I was mostly fine. My stomach's been hurting all week, but I had mostly been fine as well. And then I was sitting at work, and all of a sudden I was like, "Hey, I recognize this feeling. This isn't good. This I'm gonna." Isn't, this isn't fun. I casually strolled this. to the bathroom with all kinds of thoughts in my mind because our men's room Remember, we only have. We one. are going I know, to not I know. go into grave detail. Let here. me speak. Okay. I was going to the bathroom with all these thoughts in my head. Of we only have one stall in there. What am I going to do if it's occupied? Um, and I had many different options. I had I had strategies A through D lined up. Luckily. Uh, there was no one in there. I didn't end up. I don't. I can't physically uh, regurgitate anything. So I feel like the word regurgitate is worse than any of the then other vomit. Words. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're just gonna move past the step. I can't bag. do Let's that. Just... But I'm feeling much better. You're feeling much better. All the kids are yes, great. We're all much better. Yes. We're all much better. My my nine year old came to me uh, today. Because it's been their spring break. That's what stinks about the whole thing. They were all sick all week, and it was spring break. We didn't do anything fun. We literally sat in the house being sick for a week, and now everyone's feeling better. My nine-year-old says to me, I'm placing a grocery order today because I wasn't going to go in the store. Like I don't want to go into a store when we could still be contagious. Um, And so I'm placing the order. I asked if anyone wanted anything, and my nine-year-old's like, you know, Mom it's been a rough spring break. And I was like, yeah, I agree. And she's like, and you know, we didn't do anything fun. And I was like, yeah, I know it stinks. I'm sorry. And she's like, well, you know what I think might be a good way to end spring break. And I was like, well, what's that? And she says a good dinner. And I was like, yeah, what are you thinking? And she's like, steak. So anyway, like I had to spend a lot of money on steak today, but uh, I think that makes her happy, and and it was worth it because I also enjoy steak. I so. love steak. <laughs> I like my steak to be nice and rare, nice and medium rare. I like my steak to be like compliments received by myself, which are super rare. Do you need a hug? I don't. I don't want a hug right now. What I want is to read a book of compliments, and I want it to be read to me. 
by some celebrity like Liam Neeson. I have no idea who that is. He's he's got a very particular set of skills, and if yeah, but anyway, you can get him to read your books who if is you Liam listen Neeson? to. It doesn't matter who he is. He is a celebrity who oh, has a he has a great voice. Okay, he's from Taken. From uh, oh, I can tell I you, I know that movie. Which one is he in that movie? He's the guy with the particular set of skills. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're calling from, but I promise you, I'll come after my daughter. Oh, so the dad. I don't remember his face. The daughter was taken, and he but was... But it was the dad? Audible.com has a free trial. If you go to audibletrial.com slash phantom, you can get a free month trial. And there's all kinds of audiobooks on there. You get to keep it for free forever. Uh, if you decide to keep it up, it's only $14.95 per month after that. You get a free credit. Unless you're a Prime member, then you get two credits. That's going to come to you every single month. Try it out. If you've never had Audible before, it's great. So audibletrial.com slash phantom. Check it out. Do the thing. You hear that, Tori? I do hear that, Jimmy. Hear that? I hear It's not that. my heartbeat. It's a drum roll. A drum roll. A drum roll. A drum roll. Yes, it's a drum what roll. What are we drum rolling? For this episode. Why? Because normally we would say, oh, Hi, and there would be a segue here where we say where we bring up the topic yeah. in a way that seems like we weren't planning to bring up the topic, but we absolutely but were, planned. and it was planned. Yeah, yeah. Normally, we'd say something like, "Hey, do you remember that time that your parents wouldn't let you wear shoes to school?" And then you'd be like, "Yeah, here's how I dealt with it. Oh, here's I have what we trauma do with our that kids. has to do with my parents and shoes." One time when I was like nine years old, uh, I couldn't find my shoes for school, right? Like I couldn't find them. I, I was missing one shoe. I missed the school bus and my mom was just screaming at me, right? Like just she was mad. There was just rage because I couldn't find my shoe. And that went on for like 30 minutes. I couldn't find my shoe, especially because she was screaming at me, you see. And when someone is screaming at you, it makes it really hard to think clearly and, and get things done. I did end up finding the shoe behind my bedroom door, but had my mother not been screaming at me and threatening me, I probably would have found it sooner. But that's my trauma of my mom in shoes. Anyway, what's this week's episode? Um, it's about screaming about shoes. Oh, so, interesting. When I was a child. <laughs> no, it's a question and answer episode. You put out a QA on. I put on, out a QA on Instagram. Tori.fanum. Follow me there, friends. You put out a QA on Instagram. People should follow you there. Uh, you posted this question. We took some of the good ones here. So we've got a nice handful of questions, and we're going to start them off right now. Question number one. This comes from user cquick26. What did you do for work before social media? What does Jimothy do? What Jimothy does is make people feel uncomfortable and awkward, and I do it very well. What do you do for work? I <laughs> I do. I have two jobs. I'm a radio DJ, and I am also a customer. I am an executive officer is what my name is. Fancy. It is now, according to this letter, this is my promotion letter, actually right here. So cool. Um, I am, I'm an executive officer for customer service for a packaging film company. We make films that, think about like, the, the first thing that comes to mind is one Pop of the salespeople. Yes, the wrappers, if you buy like the single serving Pop-Tarts, Pop -tarts, the plastic wrapper on cigarettes. 
that. None of you should know about that because they're awful and bad. But the plastic wrap on there. Because one of the salespeople showed me it, and he showed me what kind of film it was the other day. The kind of like you know on like a Hungry Man film or like TV dinners. There's like the plastic. I love TV dinners. That is that's film that we make just like that. The metallic film like for uh, potato chips. And you just deal with the customers, like the companies who buy that from your company. We make the raw film. Customers buy it and they convert and it. You're into the, the middleman. You're the customer service guy. I'm not even the middleman. You I'm, are because you're the customer service guy. You be customer I'm servicing. Lines. I'm the one who gets the order from the customer. They they don't make any of the stuff. I have no idea I what you do for work. Set. If I'm being honest, as that's, it turns out, that's what it sounds like. I don't. I got a whole folder of I'm orders here because interested. I forgot to bring them back to work after I went home sick yesterday. So that's what it is. Those are all the orders okay, right there. So what did I do before social media? That's a great question. Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> See Quake 26. Uh, so the last time that I worked an in-person job was in 2015. Um, I worked so, okay, so I graduated high school. I was working at Taco Bell, worked there for a while. I left Taco Bell. I had my first daughter at 19. And I went back to school. I dropped out of school. I went and worked at a call center for a cable company. And after that, uh, while I was working there, I interviewed for this other company. Uh, and someone sitting next to me was one of the managers who interviewed me. Uh, and I got hired. I fooled him into thinking I knew anything about technology. You fooled and everybody in there. I fooled we everyone into thinking I was a tech person. I got hired as a senior tech at a company that I did not know what I was doing, and I made it work until the company went under, which was not my fault, actually. I'm going to tell you something. I was and a supervisor there, and I didn't know how to... I was a tech support <laughs> supervisor. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. Yeah. I would just be like, That's the hey, truth. you, here That's you go. That's the truth of how we met. It was at that company, and he was the supervisor, the tech supervisor i was a senior tech um and then we got laid off i went back to school finished my degree in health information technology i planned to go back to work and then my five-year-old was born she's medically complex i could not go back to work uh so that's what i did and then and then the pandemic happened and i signed on to tiktok and started making cooking videos t as like a, a creative outlet for my anxiety and here I am in a podcast now. I like this. If you, anyone ever needs a, a video resume, you've just done it. I've just done we'll it. We'll save this clip. We'll just send it to them. <laughs> That's, That's it. That. That's it. Yeah. Perfection. That's that's the truth. So that is what we did. That's what I do. I do a little TikToking. I don't make any money from it. I don't do anything. <laughs> I don't have sponsorships. I don't have any anything. But you know what I have? Our friends. And the real sponsorships are the friends we, we made, made along, along the way. way. Jinx. That's true. Nope, I said that's true while you said jinx. So close to jinx. So you. close yet so far. So close so far. <sighs> Question number two. Read it, Jimothy. Question number two says, how do you deal with mom guilt, especially when you mess up and you yell? Even with apologies, I feel awful. That comes from user Annie Lee May. Okay, so I love this question. Uh, it's why I picked it. I, I love this question because I think mom mom guilt is such a prevalent feeling and topic and something that I feel that media and social media really pushes on to us. Like with the idea, you look at like Instagram perfect families, you see any sort of parenting content. And I would say I'm probably guilty of it too in the way that I present parenting content. Now I do try to at least like uh, humanize myself through my parenting content. Like I, I've made videos about when I've been the one who's wrong, but the reality is not everyone sees every video and if you look at my content 
or any mom content, it, it can make you feel bad. Like, wow, why am I not perfect? And the truth is that any parent you see on social media is still a full human who makes mistakes and is not a perfect parent. Full body's um, perfect. <laughs> but uh, even without, even if you pull out the idea of social media and media and things that we compare ourselves to, it is still a big problem of mom guilt because we don't want to treat our kids badly. We don't want to yell. We don't want to to react poorly or snap at our children. And the, the reality of it is that sometimes we do. Even, even at, you know, when we're trying our best, sometimes our feelings, our mood, whatever, doesn't align and we yell at our kids. And then we feel bad about it. And, you know, if you are a gentle parent in... Or any kind of parent. I mean, I don't, I can't, I can't speak for other parenting styles, but I know like the way that I am, if I snap at my kids or if I yell, whatever, like I'm holding myself accountable. I'm apologizing for it. And I'm, I'm talking to them about it. I'm, I'm talking through that with them. Like this is, you know, kind of how I got to this point and, and it shouldn't have been, and I need to do better next time. Uh, but you're gonna knock my drink over. I'm Talk sorry. with your hands. I can't help it. But uh, you know, it's it's tricky in that way that like we're we're apologizing, but then it still feels like when you're laying in bed at night and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I shouldn't have yelled. It doesn't matter that I apologized. It doesn't matter that I apologized. It doesn't matter that the rest of our day was good. There was that one moment that was bad. And I'm really upset with myself. I feel really guilty. My kids deserve better. How can I break the cycle if I'm yelling at my kids, et cetera, et cetera. However, I want you to know if you're listening to me right now that you don't need to feel guilty. This took me a long time to realize that. Even me? Even, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> if you are the type of parent. <laughs> who gets upset sometimes and yells at your kids sometimes and apologizes to your kids when that happens. That's a good thing. Because your kids, much like you, are going to have a full range of emotions. Your kids are going to feel mad sometimes. They're going to react poorly sometimes, just like you did. And in that moment, when you recognize that you react poorly and you apologize to them, you have just set the example that it is okay, and that we can hold ourselves accountable, apologize, move on, and try harder to do better. It's not a bad thing to sometimes lose it and yell at our kids and apologize after. It's, I think it's a good example. We can't expect to be perfect all the time. I don't think that would be a good example for our kids if we never felt any emotion besides happiness. I felt some emotions last night. I was watching the top 10 saddest moments in professional wrestling, and I cried at 8 out of the 10. I he was did. bawling. He was crying. I could not hold my emotions in. You know what the number one saddest one is? I'm going to ruin the video for you if you if you haven't watched it. It was the <laughs> AEW tribute episode to Brody Lee. I wept like a baby. No, I wept like a big sad man, which is way worse than a baby. No, it's not way worse. You stop that right now. No, it's worse because big men are allowed to feel sad. No, it was uh, more uncontrolled. I had no control over that. At least that's fine. No, at least when a baby is crying, there's something you can do. It's hungry. It's something. I just wanted to release emotions, and there were a lot of them that came out. Me watching a wrestling video. That's 
good. When Shawn Michaels. You stop it. It's good to feel, to, to let the cries out. We all have to cry sometimes. Sometimes we have to find the trigger to let the cry out. And you did that. I'm proud of you. Well, geez, darn it. Watching Shawn Michaels say, I love you. I'm sorry. Right before he super kicks Ric Flair to pin him at the retirement match will make me cry every week. You put it on right now. I will sob uncontrollably. That's good. I will weep Get openly. it out. I got it out cry. last night. I could probably again. watch her. You know what else? Can I tell you one other thing that makes me Please really sad and actually makes me cry me. before we move on to yes. the next uh, question? I was watching a uh, the oh, what's that documentary? Ken Burns. I was watching the documentary Ken Burns did on country music of all things. And it got to the George Jones part. And when George Jones passed away, he was very good friends with Vince Gill. I don't know if you know who Vince Gill is. Vince Gill, very talented. He had a great solo career. He was in like some stuff before. He currently plays with the Eagles, the real Eagles, not Hotel California, who we saw, which were awesome. But Vince Gill now plays with the Eagles. They're really the three Eagles because there's only Timothy B. Schmidt, Joe Walsh, and Don Henley. Can we get Doesn't to the part matter. where you cry? Um, when he was singing "Go Rest High on That Mountain," but he was he was like best friends with George Jones, and like the video that it shows him, he's like sobbing like as he's like singing because he's just like losing it because he's so sad that his friend was gone. Seeing that real emotion makes me feel real emotion, and I think that's what it is about wrestling. Like I have a, I have a connection to wrestling. I grew up watching it. These are yeah. these are people who I enjoy, yeah. and seeing them like actively sad. Makes me actively sad. That's that's a that's a fair thing. That's not anything to be ashamed of. No, I'm not saying it's it's just it's weird you know, to me that it's you know wrestling the is random what does like it. very specific thing that makes me cry. What? Okay. So, <laughs> um, if you listen to the movie soundtrack for the musical Rent, but it's the "I'll Cover You" reprise, uh, right? It's at Angel's funeral where Jesse L. Martin. Is singing the I'll Cover You reprise because I'll Cover You is the most romantic song ever written. You can't change my mind. But during the I'll Cover You reprise, it is a specific line in the movie soundtrack where he sings, when your heart has expired, there's a crack in his voice. The power in that specific line, it breaks my soul every single time. Are you see you. I feel like you're getting emotional now. I, I'm I was, not. I was holding it together. You look like you want to cry. Do you want to? I always want to cry, Jim. That's. Do you want to? Do you want to take a cry break? We, we don't have time. Break? Question number three. <laughs> also, my answer for that, I don't feel mom guilt. Um, but anytime I do, I anytime I yell at the kids, I will stop and apologize. Even the oldest, who I played a trick on the other day, and said, "Oh, if you can guess which hand the hundred dollar oh, bill should, is we in." We should tell that story real quick. Uh, so Jim is a this trickster. Is why this, we can't get through a podcast. Uh, no, it's no, fine. No, no, no. We're I'm, getting I'm, through I'm it. This is. This. I I think this is a good story to tell, uh, because this kind of talks about how how parenting, like if if you're you have a privileged situation and you do have two parents in the home, how that's really, uh, the the kind of privilege that comes with that. Um, so the other day, uh, I was I was looking for my nine year old. I say looking for like I hadn't seen her twenty minutes prior, but. Uh, <laughs> I was like calling her name and, and she's not responding. And I go in her room and I hear a sniffle. She's in her closet. She's upset. She's crying. And I, so what did I do? I opened the closet door. I closed, I, I got in the closet. I closed the closet door and I sat down next to her and I asked her what was wrong. And she was crying because Jimothy played a trick on her, not a mean trick, but a trick he's played too many times and it wasn't funny anymore. It was funny the first few times because he'll play a trick every now and then. It's not like he's doing this weekly. Like, to be clear, it's not like he's tormenting her with this, but he's done it a few times because she's old enough that now money has meaning to her because uh, she's got video games she wants to buy, like whatever. 
And he had like a hundred dollar bill and he had said, like, if you pick which hand the hundred dollar bill is in, you, you can get have it. it. Now the trick but, is that he put the, the hundred dollar bill in the back of his I pants, said, right? But if you pick wrong, I get your uh, money see, out of your piggy I bank. didn't know that part, but so either way, either way, she didn't pick the right hand because it wasn't in any hand. And he didn't take her money either, right? It was just a trick. Uh, and, and they've done this before, and she's laughed about it. Well, but, but I did it recently because I said, pick which hand you get. It's like, put all of your money. And I, and I did the, let's make a deal. I said, yeah. if you give mom all of your money, because she had $45, and I had a 50 And she didn't know that I had a 50 I said, I will trade you the amount of money that I have in my hand for what you have. I said, do you want to trade me? I said, you could end up with more. You could end up with less. You can, Do you want to make a deal? And mom convinced her to make a deal. Because I knew what he had. Yeah. I yeah. really just wanted to break a 50. And, uh, I just wanted to change <laughs> for it. And I knew she had it. And I didn't I didn't care about it. Like, I'll take five bucks to give my kid five bucks. And then she gets a $50 bill. And it's like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. So that's that's fine yeah. with me. We both were benefited in that situation. Right. But this but, time. So there's, there's been situations where she's benefited from it. But I think the joke was getting old for her. And it just like it just hurt her feelings. So she is upset about it. We can play the game right now. And I was talking to her about it. And and she's like, it just it just hurts my feelings because I feel like I can never win. I can never win. And I was like, and I talked to her and I said, do you want me to talk to Jim for you? And and she said, yeah, I do. And so I went and I told him, I was like, dude, you hurt her feelings. Like, she's upset about this. And uh, what he did is he went and he he talked to her and, and he apologized and he's not yeah. going to play that game anymore. You know, like. It, it was fun until Not it wasn't. I, it's, I feel like there's bill. there's so many things in life, like especially when we're talking about kids, where it's fun until it isn't. Think about like, because you know, like in in our home, we've talked about this on previous episodes with like tickling. We we only tickle if they say we want tickles, and the second they say stop, we stop, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like when I was a kid, like my parents or like family, whatever, they tickle you, and like you can't help but laugh. But then it's like this isn't fun, but I can't help it. What did you just do? I'm trying to adjust my mic stand. Well, you just messed up the whole camera. I see that. So tickling is bad until it's not, or tickling is fun until it's not. It's because the, I'm trying to adjust this, 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 we need a new mic stand basically is the uh, long and short of it. That's foobard. Yeah. You just turn it. We'll cut it. I got, I got magical editing skills. I'm going to leave all this in actually. I'll just leave it all in. So, nothing the, happened. This is fine. This is what we do. This is normal. Yeah, this is just just how we live our lives. <laughs> so, anyway, that's anyway, what, uh, it's fun tickling. until it isn't. And when your kid says it isn't fun, it's time to move on from yeah. that joke. So I talked to her, and then she was she was fine with it after. She said she was more sad that she wasn't. I said, you know, I wasn't going to take your money, right? And she goes, I don't really care about that. She said, I was more sad that I wasn't getting money. I was like, oh. <laughs> Mood. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, question number three, after we have gotten everything back together here. Uh, any tips for moving in together after getting married? We've got two months to prep. That's from Zimmerpants. I don't think either of us are qualified to answer this We're not qualified to answer, qualified this, to answer this question at all. Uh, so the story of how Jim moved in with me. 
Uh, we'll give you a quick rundown. Uh, when Jim and I met, he... You want me to do it so that it is actually quick? No, I can be quick. Watch. I'm going to prove myself, all right? When Jim and I met, he had a girlfriend. We became friends because we, like, we worked together. We were just friends. And uh, they were in a bad relationship. They broke up. He was staying with her because he wanted to... You know, he, are, he had already paid rent for the month. He needed time to find a new apartment. But even though they were broken up, they got into a fight. And that was like one of the first times we were ever supposed to hang out. And he texted me and he's like, I have to cancel on you because... I have to find somewhere to stay because I can't stay here. And <laughs> that so, was my fault, though. And I texted him back, and I was like, well, I have a couch that you can stay on until you find a place. And he's like, really? Thank you. And so I let him come and stay on my couch. And um, then he did find a place, but he never moved into it because at that point we, we started – well, you kind of did, but you never stayed there. Maybe one night? I stayed one night. One night, yeah. Um, so he moved in with me. He stayed on my couch for a month, and then he went and stayed at his new place for one night. And then um, you, the, at you... that point we started dating. It wasn't until weeks later that I admitted you were my boyfriend. Um, I remember the moment that I asked you about that. I don't know if you do or not, but we can't tell that story. Um, I don't, but now I'm interested. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. But we we did you you spent the night with me at the apartment once. Yeah, I had a panic attack. I hated it there. You made me sleep on the couch. Yeah, I didn't I like it. That. I did not like it in your apartment. I don't like sleeping out of my house. To be fair, it was in the middle of I downtown like, Schenectady, which is I, I, much nicer now than it was when I don't. I, lived I don't there. like sleepovers anyway. It's all right. <laughs> I found half a gun on the sidewalk outside my apartment. That was a. That was a weird yeah, day. That was a weird day. That I didn't I didn't day. like it there. Um and I didn't like that it wasn't my house, but I did like your shower there. And then you thought there was like a, a gr- <laughs> thought I was, thought there was grease you on like there the was track. grease on the shower, but it was just my mascara from me wiping my mascara on the towel because back then I didn't know how to use makeup remover. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh we don't have advice for how to prepare to move in because we just did and then after that we were like, "Oh, I guess we're dating." And, and I, then we had a baby, and then after that, we got married. Yeah. So, I guess any tips for first moving in together? Um, um, probably meet first. I mean, we met. Yeah, that's my tip. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just ask ask the basic questions like, do you like sharing toothbrushes? Do you hang the do toilet you, paper, do you like, mullet, or beard? How do you do it? Like, Do you like sharing toothbrushes? I hate it. Sorry. I hate the fact I have always hated people sharing my toothbrush. My ex used to do it, and she's my ex for a reason. I stopped using your toothbrush like a year ago. So You should have stopped never ago. By not Does that mean it. I can use it again? No, that's not what that means. I know what I said, but I know what I meant. All right. Don't use my toothbrush. I'm not using I'm it. I'm going to start brushing my butt with it. How are you going to like that? Butt mouth. Start are you going to like that? It's my butt. I don't care. Everybody loves their own brand. So question number four, how do you handle stress levels when your little ones are upset? That comes from Imogen Hudazen. Okay. I don't know how you, you I, I, I just wrote that phonetically of how you said it to me. So. That's not the last part of the name. It was Imogen and I said the re- the rest of it. And um, Imogen Hudazen. Okay. All right, cool. Anyway. Um, Leave the light on for you. That's Motel 6. <laughs> How do you handle stress levels when the little ones are upset? I come um, upstairs and hide and let you so, deal with it. Okay. How um, do you do it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the kids are upset, um, like like we're talking like tantrum level, 
what I do is I like to stay goal oriented. Uh, so I keep in my mind, I think the best way to prepare for your kids throwing a tantrum is to think about how you want to deal with their tantrum while they're not tantruming because then it's already in your head. It's like a coping mechanism. Think about how we deal with stress. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that from a therapist like mindset like I I have coping mechanisms that I know about when I'm not upset that I can implement when I am upset but I think that works in parenting too uh so that being said I know when my kids are upset that this is temporary and I don't want to add into this problem so if I lose my mind I start yelling at them or whatever now we're all upset and I have to fix all of that and then I'm also going to have to deal with the fact that I lost my mind and apologize for that so I try to stay goal oriented the the goal is to chill the babies out so we can problem solve and so a, a lot of the time i use humor for that it works really well with my kids um you know you got to read the room it's not always the right time to use humor but um co-regulation is a good thing you know but when we're dealing with the stress of our kids losing it and and the coping mechanisms aren't working i think a mommy timeout is a good a good idea or parent timeout really uh, and that's and, and the way that works in my house is I will say to my kids like I am getting really upset and I don't want to yell at you and I feel like I'm I'm not handling my feelings right now so I need a minute to breathe right so as long as the kiddos are safe and we tell them where we are we can say I'm going to take a minute in this place like for me it's like the stairwell so like I'm gonna go sit on the stairs for a few minutes and breathe and center myself and then I'm going to come back and we can talk about this because I don't want to yell at you and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job of controlling my feelings. Uh, and I think that's a good thing to communicate that to the kids, right? Because that's not saying like, you're going to make me scream. That's saying I'm not handling this well, well right now and I want to handle it well. And so that's kind of like how I do it. Uh, but it's also, you know, it is using breathing techniques. One of my favorite breathing techniques is square breathing. Uh I would probably butcher the explanation. I like but to throw it in a circle. It's very Googleable. Square breathing. It's actually, it's like a thing that actually like calms your body. Like it's a, it's science. There's science behind it. But I really like that. I stay goal oriented. And, um, you know, once it's, it's really, it's the only way out is through. We have to get through the moment to get past the moment. And if we can do that, then it's all good. And it's okay to take a break uh, because unless it's an emergency, you don't have to deal with it immediately. I say that again, unless it's an emergency, you don't have to deal with it immediately. So even if your kid like breaks something important to you, if that broken thing is not going to hurt anybody, even if it is, we can clean the broken thing up really quick so that it can't hurt anybody and we can go take a few minutes and calm down before we deal with it. Like we can be in control of how we deal with it. Uh, so my thing is always to, to respond, not react. And if I'm reacting to something valuable being broken, that's going to be a big, bad reaction. But if I'm responding to it, I'm taking a moment, I'm calming myself down, and then I'm talking about it and why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And we're, we're doing uh, consequences that way, like related consequences. I'm not just uh, losing it and screaming at my kids. I like to hold them upside down. Not in a threatening way, but it's like a hard reset. So it's just like you pick them up and you give them a big hug upside down. And then they kind of like are like, why well, am I upset down? Ha <laughs> ha! This it's only like works literally... with little ones, though. Yeah, it's important to note toddlers love to be upside, upside down. Upside down, yeah. They love to be upside down. 
Um, if you pick up a baby, you, you, what you do, they come up to you and you scoop them under their hips. You, mm-hmm. you, you flip them upside down and then they're giggling. It's yeah. immediate. Like, why are you giggling? You were mad. Don't you laugh at me. You're mad. And then they just start laughing and they forget why they were ever mad. They just know they have a wet face. Yeah, the hard reset works sometimes. That's, that's But when they get older, works. you have to use more words. Yeah, because if I turn the 10-year-old upside down, she's just going to be mad she's gonna and be confused. Mad. And it would probably hurt because she's like bony she's now. She's very bony. And she's not 10. Don't don't rush her. She's got about uh, 22 days and one hour, 28 minutes and 42 seconds. Shut up. Wow. <laughs> I'm not dealing with my stress levels very well right now. I'm going to take a drink of my sweet tea, a little clinky clink. Okay. What's the next question? I think we got time for this one. This is from Ahili. Uh, what's been the hardest part of gentle parenting? I'll tell you what's the hardest part of gentle parenting. The kids. Right? 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 Because they're... They don't gentle child. If they gentle child, did, did while we gentle parented, it would be a lot easier. Yeah, Mama Cuss has made a video about just that today, and I really liked her video because did, did she truth, say exactly that? She did because uh, the truth is, kids are never going to gentle child. I didn't. I didn't uh, see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. But maybe I am Gwenna, just like we talked about. Or maybe earlier. you are Gwenna. I don't know. It could be. I, um, I want to be Tabitha because being Gwenna is a lot of work. It's a lot of work because she's you, really good at are, being Gwenna. You are way better at being a Tabitha. Oh, I'd be way yeah. better. Hi. Anyway, this is my uh, mason jar. It was a good joke. It was not made it by a mason. It was a great joke. Anyway, uh, but the hardest part about gentle parenting is dealing with your own problems, uh, because uh, gentle parenting. Now I said this before. I'll say it a million times again. Is that I hate the term gentle parenting. I hate it. I hate it a lot. Not my favorite term. Because for someone who does not practice the gentle parenting thing, which I didn't even know was the name for my parenting type until I got on the internet. But who knew? Um, Gentle parenting to someone who isn't a gentle parent comes off as permissive parenting because of the term gentle in connotation of parenting seems permissive. You mean you um, let your kids say no to you? Which how, I do how let my kids let say, no kids to me. say no to me. But it's this idea that gentle parenting means that you let your kids walk all over you. There's no rules, boundaries, expectations. It's gentle. It's gentle. It's not. Uh, like you don't have to be gentle all the time to be a gentle parent. It's, it's really more about recognizing your own triggers. Uh, it's about figuring out your own issues and working through them and not projecting our own stuff onto our kids. Uh, And I think that's really the hardest part of it is the mental health portion of gentle parenting because it's a lot of work as a person. But I think like even if you're not a parent, it's it's important work to do to to recognize your your triggers and your traumas and working on those because I think that's a huge part of gentle parenting is to to do that work. That's true. Finding a good therapist is important. I had a great one, but my insurance said, "Yes, no, you're not allowed. And I do want to say, too, that like I understand that therapy is not accessible to everyone. Like I talk about therapy a lot now because I'm in therapy now. I didn't start therapy until October 2021. Uh, so I, I spent most of my life untherapized. I mean, there was short bouts, a couple sessions here and there, but nothing to really do the work. Uh, but you can do, you can work on your mental health. You can uh, help 
yourself and and that's not easy i don't want to make that out to be like dismissive like just help yourself it's not easy it's it's a lot of hard work and not everyone is capable of doing it at any given time so i don't want to make anyone feel small or bad if they're not able to do that right now if they don't have access to it if they don't have the spoons to do it um but i'm just like from my own perspective that's been the hardest part of gentle parenting for me okay for me it's um being a parent i'm 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 a I'm a go with the flow kind of a dad. And I just be hanging out. We 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 play Switch a lot. We play games. Um basically you're you're my parent too. So that's probably harder for you. That's probably another hard part for you is having uh the the phantom fourth child. The phantom fourth child. AKA the husband. <laughs> so there we go. All right. So that's all five of our Q&As now. Now. You're, you ready for a little lightning round? I'm ready for the lightning round. That was the wrong sound for lightning, I think. No. I don't have a lightning sound We don't sound have a lightning sound. Um, those are just people screaming happily. Okay. All right. Rain's rapid fire lightning rapid round. Fire. This is from Pearl's Fruity. On a scale of one to ten, how much have you grown in the last one to ten years? No. One no. to ten, last ten years. Go. Read the question again. On a scale of one to ten, how much have you grown in the last ten years? Twelve. Zero, because I have been five foot seven the whole time. Mangoes Layer X says, How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Some. All the wood a woodchuck could chuck. Ray Husser says, Are you why are your flowers dead? They died. They are they are dead. Uh Beesh 15 says, favorite and least favorite type of shoes to wear. Favorite shoes are my Doc Martens. Least favorite shoes are flip-flops. I don't like wearing open-toed anything. Favorite shoes for me are any dad-style New Balances. Least favorite would probably be any of those like weird shoes that have like the toe gloves because that's ain't nobody need to see that. Just take your shoes off. Uh, Amberlee0926 says, would you let your kids dye their hair? Our kids can dye their hair, but they can't bleach their hair because their hair is not fully developed. It would not be very healthy for their scalp or hair. Uh, so the dyes that they can use are temporary uh, that do not involve bleach. I would also let my kids dye their hair. It's the same kids. Some of them. That's fair. You don't know about the ones that are not here. <laughs> there we go. I remembered where the button was. Okay. So that was that was fun. We that should do fun. we, we, we should, should do this more often. We should do the Q and A once a month because it's should. easy content Maybe we and it's fun. Should do that fun. over on Patreon, which we're starting our Patreon soon. May first, there's a Patreon getting launched. So that's that's coming. That'll be fun. We could we should definitely do pay the words. I should learn how to speak. I am a radio DJ on the air, and you would think I would be better. This is why it's a good thing that I record my show instead of doing it live. Probably. Because I'm not great at Anyway, Jim, where can they find us? They can find us all over the internet. All over the internet. If you have ideas for submitting things, you should post a thing like once a week for parenting topics because yes. you have an Instagram my, that has Instagram more people DMs, than mine. If there are topics you want to hear about, like specific topics, uh, kind of broad topics that you want to hear our opinions on, go ahead, slide in my DMs on Instagram, Tori.Phantom. I'd love to hear from you. We want to make podcasts about things you want to hear about. That's true. Uh, 
And uh, I mean, you know, if you're here right now, there's a there's a whole bunch of people here on TikTok right now watching us live. We do stream on TikTok uh, live when we do these. And eventually we'll go YouTube live, Facebook lives, yes, Instagram lives, any good social media. You can you can find uh, Tori Phantom over on Facebook, Tori.Phantom, Instagram, Tori Phantom on Twitter. Uh, YouTube is Tori Phantom. I have a lot of so just look up Tori Phantom. If it's on me. social media, you, you find Tori Phantom. You can find it. I am. And if you can find me, you can find him. In your, you can find me, uh, what I'm about to say, uh, my actual handles, Jimothy Strange on Instagram, at Jimmy Nips, K-N-I-P-P-S, the K is silent on Instagram, <laughs> Jimothy Strange on uh, Twitter, and at Jimothy Beard on TikTok. you got to have a universal handle, but that's it's, a lot. That's why that's I've worked on establishing the Jimothy Strange brand, but somebody stole my tapestry. I was trying to start a cult. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's time to put this thing to bed, Jim. I forgot we put it to bed, but we will put this boy to bed. Put it to bed. So thank you for coming here with us, but it is time to lay your pretty little heads down on that and pillow. I hope you have the sweetest dreams. Yes. Good night. I'll give you tea in the morning. You don't need it now. It's bad. You already brushed you your teeth. Sleep well, little monkey. Go to sleep. sleep I love you. Sleep well. I Go, love to you. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed.